did um, we start a podcast together? Guys, recording. That's what. That's why I ask you. That's why I ask you this. We we did. It's called Blossom Buddies. Hello. It's about the hit NBC sitcom called Blossom. And you know, I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld lately. And in season four, when Jerry and George are writing their own sitcom, they're at NBC a lot, and there's always Blossom posters with. Uh, with Father Nick. That's interesting because awesome. for the Instagram, what I'll do is I'll try to find those moments and I'll put that up on the Instagram as a Blossom in real life. Because I, there, it's like that, the thing from The Simpsons and um, like the SNL or Mad TV Black Blossom <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, like uh, Craig said, this is a, a weekly um, improv comedy uh, uh podcast episode recap but of course the hit nbc sitcom blossom um so from your point of view the listener we've taken no time off but i haven't seen craig in Two probably about three half, weeks three weeks yeah something like that do you want to tell the listeners at home what's been going on in your life yeah well uh as as we posited in the last episode might happen i did indeed have a child uh, I got a baby boy. His name's Desmond, and uh, he's pretty cool. We'll have him as a guest on the podcast, maybe towards the end, because then he'll be like two, two-ish, <laughs> yeah. And then he can come on and be like, "Goo goo gaga." Yeah, he'll be then... like, "Da da da." Like he'll say some words. They yeah. won't be relevant to anything we're talking about. No, um, but when we do a reunion, when we redo all our our episodes, when we're like yeah, fifty, like the remaster, bro, we're gonna go back like yeah, George Lucas and like, exactly add stuff in. We'll add Jar Jar Binks to every episode <laughs> of Blossom Buddies. And just way more, like, animals walking around. Exactly. Yeah. You can't see them because it's an audio podcast. But we're doing the work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to, if the baby hadn't come and we had a better recording schedule, I did want to have, um, do a video version of the podcast, but I feel like I'm going implement, to implement that in season three. Now, Craig probably won't be around as much. Yeah, I will be absent a bit. Uh, I'm not going to be gone forever and not be gone permanently. But, um, you know, my family's uh, just changed and my wife's recovering from giving birth and whatnot. So I have uh, have a duty to, to take care of the family. Absolutely. And that's wholesome. And that's what, you know, that's what Blossom's like Blossom, all about. Yeah. It's, 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 you're going to have your own You know, sitcom. if we didn't have this podcast about Blossom, who knows what kind of dad I would be. Exactly. You wouldn't know anything. You'd I might be... just be here playing video games and smoking weed it, all the time. Exactly. But instead, we're doing an episode about Blossom and then I'm leaving. It's probably because of Blossom that you had kids. Probably. We did start the podcast. Actually, I think, I think my wife was already pregnant when we started the podcast. Or shortly after. We're, we're coming up on a year. We're coming up on a year. Um, no, it's it's going to okay. be a little bit longer before your another twenty episodes or so. Yeah, but we've only taken three weeks break. Three, we've only taken a break like three times, and it's only been for a week. So we've been pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. If you have noticed how consistent we are. Comment below. Comment below. <laughs> tell your friends. Tell, oh. tell a friend. Tell your friends. Listen, I know this new, I know this great consistent podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you for consistency in a podcast, let me tell you about Blossom Buddies. They don't miss a week unless it's New Year's Day. It's true. Or, or Christmas or, or whatever Christmas it was. Or Christmas or whatever it was. I think we missed like Christmas Day was happened to be a Tuesday or whatever this year. 
and I was yeah. away and, and we didn't have time to record. And then of course, New Year's, uh, I digress. So I just wanted one more, one more note. I'm going to probably have a revolving door of co-hosts, mm. um, including some past guests. Mm. So stay tuned for that. And, uh, I know who he's talking about, uh, but we won't say it out loud just in case one of them dies. Yeah. I don't we'd want to make to any promises. Back. Yeah, we'd have to go back and edit it, edit it out. <laughs> like, well, we can't, we can't tell them beep is being on the podcast because they're dead now. Yeah, probably take a, probably take a break, probably take a week off if uh, one of our, if one of our guests, died. One of if our any of our guests, guests died, died, yeah, we'd probably, probably take a week off. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we get on to this episode? Um, I don't think so, but looking, the episode is called Wines and Misdemeanors, and I don't really get the title. Like, misdemeanors makes sense, but no one's whining. Joey whines a bit. It should be called Lies and Misdemeanors. Is this a takeoff of... It's Crimes and Misdemeanors. Crimes and Misdemeanors? So, wines is just like everybody's whining and crying, I guess. Yeah, but no one's really... I mean, I guess Blossom's always kind of whining a little bit. She's always whining. Not even a little bit. She's always like, my life is them. Yeah. But in that she's always whining, she doesn't whine any extra in this episode. No, that's true. So calling this episode wine. And it's wines with an H. We're not talking about wine, the booze that gets you drunk. No. Which is from grapes. Which is delicious, of course. I like a good glass of wine. Sorry, I'm stalling because I'm just quickly trying to uh, see if I can. I know we had some questions from last week. Oh, yeah. Um, or last two a million years, a million years ago. ago. Uh, we might have to hold off. Oh, you know what? No. Never mind. Um, yeah, we <laughs> might have to. I might have to plan better um, and go back. Oh, found it. Nice. I was going to talk about how I had wine on Valentine's Day with my wife. How was your Valentine's Day? It's pretty good. Made jambalaya and we drank wine and ate the jambalaya. Sweet. How's, uh, how's Pam... Uh, acclimating to being able to drink again. Did she have one sip Pretty of wine good. and be yeah. smashed out of her tree? <laughs> yeah, we had. I drank most of the bottle of wine. She had maybe a glass and a half. And then we were saving one of the bottles of tequila that we brought back from Mexico until she could drink again. So I opened that up and she only had one one shot of that. So she had two and a half drinks. She was probably was. wrecked, right? No. Not wrecked in like yeah. a... Not wrecked in like she a, felt it. Yeah. yeah um, obviously, you guys had to keep your... Uh, habitions because you have a baby. <laughs> we were inhibited. <laughs> you you want to get two weeks into a fresh kid and be like, oh, alcoholism, here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is the dream, though. Well, look <laughs> at my parents. My parents are fucking nightmares. Um, or were nightmares. Eh, but let's call a spade a spade. They're both nightmare people. Okay. I don't know. Uh, your dad did make uh, some merch for us, though. This isn't this more to more to be announced later about this as well. Um, I do have a couple shirts. We aren't selling them. Um, I don't think it would be worth putting up merch for production or set for sale yet. Right. If people want it, like the per- prime opportunity to comment, and I think I have one. I have a long sleeve blue shirt. It's mm, very it's nice. nice. Yeah. I might do a giveaway. Um, I have to figure out how to implement that mm-hmm. in a in a meaningful way, so I don't just have. So we're not just giving shirts to our friends. To our, yeah, the <laughs> six people that I know personally that listen to this, I don't want to just you know give them a shirt. Yeah, we do have like thirty subscribers now. Yeah, so yeah. like there are definitely people out there listening that we don't personally know 
they're listening. I might have to sweeten the pot too. Oh yeah. I might have to give away the shirt and then something that's worth monetary value, like a fifty dollar gift certificate to like uh, something. Blossom, blossom, the Blossom Store. The Blossom Store. My, it's next to the Disney Store. After you finish reading my MBLX book, yep. Uh, she has two books actually. We can. She yeah, has her perfect. perfect book, which I read, but she's also got a cookbook, which I have not read. Sweet. I'm probably not gonna. Also, you're gonna do. You're gonna throw together a little review for the for the website at some point, probably, right? Or do you just want to talk about it on the show in the future? Well, I feel like writing a whole review would be a bunch of bullshit. Basically, my Bialik's parenting book is very fluffy, and it's basically just saying like, do what you feel is natural. Like, don't let people tell you you have to do this, or you have to do that. Just do like love your kids and don't yell at them, and and do what comes naturally. That's basically the summation of the book. Is it funny? Not at all. <laughs> Shit. Uh-huh. You should have lied and said it was because I would like to shoot my shot and get my umbilic on this podcast. It Well, it wasn't intended to be funny. It's more informative. Oh, it's okay. a good book. It just uh, – I didn't take a lot away from it. It was just chapters on like – I mean, there was, there were tips like don't use the word no with your kid. Like try to reword it. Whenever you're telling them no, so that you're not actually saying the word no, because you they hear the word no and they start saying the word no back to you. So if you can avoid the word no, you could also just say the word yes. Yeah, say yes to everything that they want. <laughs> yeah, that's and well, that create is, is, a sociopath. <laughs> Nature versus nurture goes pretty far, uh, but you can really nurture your kid into being a psycho. Yeah, I wish we had twins so that I could treat one normally. <laughs> one is the like the control subject <laughs> yeah, exactly. and one is the like do anything to like yeah. one. The one that just like has an inf- But or, that, that or, would or, fuck or, up. Pam, you raise yeah. this kid and I will raise this kid and we'll see who's better at the end. Yeah, who, whoever who, whoever's kid wins a million dollars first is the winner. And wins or keep... earns, whoever has a million dollars. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Whoever earns a million dollars first wins that million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes and. All right. I'm going to – yeah, I'm having – I'm not. My sister-in-law is having twins, so maybe I'll see if I can uh, convince them to do that experiment. Okay. So, right, so blossom. But one more thing. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna get one question out of the way. It's not. We'll save Pam's question for a later episode because it's, it's like a th- another three prong. Yeah. Deep question. So I just want to Michael Mangiardi, form, former guest, possible future co-host. He wants to know: Have you ever touched a butt? I don't know if he's asking me or if he's asking you. <sighs> I can say. Asked. We can both answer that. I've touched a butt. I've touched a butt. I've, I've touched, touched my own my butt. own butt. Yeah, I've touched. I think everyone's touched their own butt unless they don't have arms or legs. Because you can touch your own butt. I'm gonna stand up and touch my own butt with my heel. with your heel. He's doing it. I don't, I don't even. You hear that? To touch my own butt. He's kicking his own ass right in front of me. I hope this doesn't awaken something in me and give me <laughs> some sort of new fetish. <laughs> I, that, uh, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. Uh, we had the kid at the PD, pediatrician the other day, and we took his diaper off, and he pissed all over himself. <laughs> and I just thought of that <laughs> that moment from Community. I hope this oh. is, like, like maybe he's gonna have a pee fetish. Yeah, maybe I mean, every, like peeing on people. Everybody has a piss fetish, really. I think. That is, I never met anyone who didn't. If you have a piss fetish, do not comment below, <laughs> but do DM us. Yeah. Slip into the DM. PM me your piss PM. fetish. Yeah. PM me your piss pics. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there, there's the comedy element of the podcast. Piss pics. Piss pics. So, so we have a cold open. First, oh, this episode was written by Jonathan Schmock. 
Do we know anything about Jonathan Schmock off the top of our heads? Not the top of my heads, but it was directed by Zane Busby, so we don't need to touch on the director of the episode. Uh, This guy, Jonathan Schmock, actually has a picture on IMDb. Oh, nice. And he's he's played people. Like, he's an actor, it looks like. He's, he does more acting than writing. Jonathan Schmeier. Oh, he's been on oh, television as there. recently as a couple years ago on The Goldbergs. Oh, nice. Born yeah. in 1956. He's known for Fer- Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Some Kind of Wonderful, Good Girls Don't. He was in Surf Brotherly Ninjas. Love. Oh, he was a writer on Brotherly Love for the Lawrence Brothers. Okay. He played Wyatt Earp on uh, the Ghostbusters cartoon. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. Like Let's go all the way He back played a character here. named Rex Savage on Elf. Nice. Nice. He's making the uh, NBC rounds. And he is in what looks like seven episodes of Blossom. Oh, really? Uh, he's, he's the waiter from that weird cafe. Oh, remember that? Yeah, remember the, the waiter that he was, was talking like, with a weird French New York accent. Or yeah, whatever? yeah, interesting. Man in hat, Mr. Johnson, waiter. So we'll watch out for the man in hat. Man in hat. Uh, and he was in an episode of Brotherly Love, which he also wrote for, and an episode of the Gina Davis show. I can't believe she got a sitcom. I mean, she's great and all, but she's not uh, really much of a sitcom person. I don't think he was in an episode of Star Trek Enterprise. That's pretty dope. This guy also wrote nine. Did you say he wrote nine episodes of Blossom? I don't know if I said that. He was a. Uh, he's got a developed by credit for Sabrina the Teenage Witch uh, original show with Melissa Joan Hart. Oh yeah, nothing about the new one. So I would say he's one of the more prominent writers so far, even though he only has a few credits for this particular show. But it's usually like, oh, this person, this writer wrote three things in their whole career and mostly yeah, produced, disappeared from the face of the earth, or yeah. disappeared from the face of the earth. But this guy, this guy has staying power. He was on Flaked with uh, Will Arnett. Like he's yeah, he's got recent. Did stuff. you watch Flaked? I did. I don't know if I watched the second season, but I liked it. It was kind of like Californication, but mm-hmm. but with Will Arnett. Yeah, like watered down a bit. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I only watched a few episodes and I kind of was like, oh, OK, that this is what this is. I can move on. Yeah. Um, OK, so that that's there's your writer director. Yeah. And here's our cold open. Blossom's on the phone with somebody. We don't find out who quite yet. Uh, talking about going to see Guns N' Roses on Friday. Yeah, which is crazy because a 15 year old girl at a Guns N' Roses concert in 1991. Yeah. Um, but it. also... It kind of gave me the idea, like, is this going to be another musician cameo? I think it was... Could you imagine if, like, spoiler alert, Axl Rose does not show up, no. and neither does Slash, but... Could not you imagine? this episode, anyway. Not in the... Yeah. I can see, see Slash being on later. Yeah. Yeah, just having a walk-on. Yeah. But not, like, CNC Music Factory. Can you imagine, like, what that what the Guns N' Roses walk-on would look like? they just, like, show up in their limo, like, and be like, oh, hey, we heard someone at this house has tickets to our concert. Wait a wait a wait a wait well, yeah, Slash wouldn't say anything. He would just have a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and be and, and have shred. track marks all over his arm. And he would just fucking shred. Yeah. That should have been his name, is Shred. Shredder. Shredder. Because he shreds. <laughs> he doesn't slash, he sh- shreds. Exactly. See, shreds is a colloquialism for, for playing the guitar really fast and well. Yeah, if you're listening to us from Nicaragua or um, somewhere in South America, uh, which you are, <laughs> you know, uh, you might not know that shredding means to um, m- do the medley medley, which is a co- <laughs> colloquialism uh, centralized in my own hosts. 
So, and also if you're a fan of the Strong Bad cartoons. But also, don't don't forget that shredding can also be to take cheese and turn it into shreds. Or if you're a politician and you want to get rid of some documents right quick, like mm-hmm. in Watergate. Um, and you'd use a shredder. Then you would use the Ninja Turtles Not, character. Yes. Shredder. Not to be confused with a cheese shredder, which I was talking about a second ago. Because I know those collo- colloquially <laughs> in my own home as a cheese grater. That's true. I was trying to make myself smarter. Or look smarter. Anyway, she's talking about Blossom. <laughs> Blossom's talking about Guns N' Roses. Uh, take it. She realizes she's late for school, so she's running out. Oh, no. Joey comes well, in. Joey comes in. And he pull, like She's on the phone, and he pulls a dress out of the out of it. He's like he, checking it out in the mirror. He, he, Blossom's like, oh, do you need that dress for yourself? Uh, he, <laughs> Tony, uh, Joey unloads with some toxic masculinity about how you, men are tough and don't wear dresses. Yeah, and Blossom's really. like, don't worry. Like, if my brother's, if my brother was wearing a dress, I would not tell anybody. Yeah. So transphobia, transphobia, uh, drag phobia, if that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, dress phobia, generally. Yeah, just uh, all falls under the umbrella sexism. of sexism yeah. and homophobia and toxic maybe racism. I don't know. I mean, there there was no black people in the scene, so there was no black people uh, on this show. Well, there's Cuba Gooby, Cuba Gooby Gooby. Cuba Gooding's brother. Not in this episode, though. That's true, and he just says dig it, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, there was, and Fresh Prince. And oh, yeah, Hillary okay. Banks. And Hillary we're Banks. On, uh, we're on it. And uh, Gina from Martin, I guess, probably before Martin started. Yeah. In that one episode, and seemed like she was going to be Tony's love interest, and we never saw her again. She's got a new sitcom. Yeah. She's on a, a sitcom. Um, fuck, what was that thing? Martin. No, Gina. she's like oh, I watched a bunch of new sitcoms when I was at my dad's recently. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She's she's on TV right now. She might be Cedric the Entertainer's wife on the neighborhood. Okay. With the girl from Two Broke Girls and uh, Schmidt from um Zoe Deschanel. Yes. New girl. The, the new girl. The Zoe Deschanel show. She's so quirky. I'm she's glad so quirky. they got she rid got of those bangs. I'm glad they got rid of those quirky, nerdy girls all over TV because it's like it was really just Zoe Deschanel everywhere. Yeah, but they tried to emulate that. There yeah. was like a style for like the weird 2010s. Yeah, there's a name for that style. I can't remember what it was. Quirky, nerdy. <laughs> yeah, it was like the evolution of manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, so uh, that was a cold <laughs> open, and then uh, we find. Well, a- hold on. We find out Joey's not. Using the dress for himself. Right. He's using it for a blow-up doll that he wants to put in his car so he can drive in the carpool lane. Yeah, which uh, is something I remember about this show from yeah, I remember that childhood. Um, yep, so then we're in Joey's room right after the cold open, um, and Joey's blowing up the blow-up doll, and Nick's walking by talking to somebody. I think yelling back to Blossom, He's possibly. telling everyone to clean up the kitchen or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he walks by, and he does, like, he, he walks take. by the door and then, like, backs up slowly to see Joey blowing up a blow-up doll. And then they have a series of miscommunications uh, and double entendres. Yeah. It's become a cliche for Blossom by this point. This is yeah. the fifth time it's happened, where it's just, obviously, you could say the right words and clear this up. As Mark said last week, uh, if only they would just talk to each other with yeah. words, yeah. Uh, all of these things would be cleared up. But, of course, it's a situation comedy, so these situations have to be created, and it's all very meta. Yeah. Basically, Nick uh, gets the impression that that Joey's going to have the doll in his car with him so he can fuck it during rush hour. Yes. <laughs> how it sounds. Yeah. The untrained ear who hasn't uh, seen the cold open. 
No, turns out he's using it so he can use the carpool lane. Yeah, Nick. Tony or Nick tells him not to. Yeah, Nick. Thinks, Nick won't. does think that Joey is a sex fiend, which he sort of is. Yeah. But really, they do finally use their words, and he tells him it's a really bad, bad idea. But Joey's like, "I'm a genius. How come nobody's ever thought to yeah. do this?" And Nick is like, "That's literally what the highway patrol yeah. is out there doing, <laughs> looking for people trying to do this dumb shit." Yeah, they have thought of this. And yeah. You're gonna get in trouble, so please don't do that. And Joey's like, "Okay, I won't do that." We see Blossom in the kitchen. She's late for... But before they leave the room, there's that funny line where Joey's like... Nick's like, where'd you even get that thing? And he's like, and Joey's like, I've had it for years. I just didn't know what to do with it. That was pretty good. And then he says he's special. He still begs the question, like, when, when, where, why did he buy it in the first place? I don't know. He probably went into one of those sex shops and was, like, giggling. Or, like, a San Francisco or It store. Yeah. And was just like... <laughs> bought it with yeah, his buddies. True. That's true. And the doll, one thing I noticed, the doll is winking. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, A, that's not something I want in a sex doll is to be winking 100% of the time. Those sex, B, it's going to look suspicious driving in the carpool lane. Those blow-up dolls, even at my horniest 13-year-oldness. <laughs> like a pool toy. You don't want to. I wasn't like, oh, man, I got to take that thing home and fuck it. I was like, you're, I, I knew at 13 you could fuck those things. Yep. I was like, I don't, don't want to fuck a pool toy. I think that they are 99% of the time used for jokes to embarrass people in sitcoms. Yeah, and, and also for, like, of the nerds movies. bachelor parties. Yeah. Drag one around red bachelor party, I think, is what they were, like, intended for. Even though they have, like, working mouth and vagina. Well, working is... Uh, that's You're using that term liberally. <laughs> it's true. There's a... <laughs> They're open. There's a, ho- there's a <laughs> hole. It's made of plastic. That probably has, like, a sharp seam around it. I, I always wondered that, too. Is there a seam in... Oh, God. <laughs> that's brutal. Like those pool toy seams. If you know pool toys, you know what we're talking about. Those yeah. hard seams where they join the plastic together. If you've ever fucked a blow-up doll... Comment below. Comment just... Anywhere. Get Just get go to the, the top internet. of a bell tower and start yelling about it. Just get it out. Get get that information to us somehow. We've given you all our, our social media at this point. You can find it all at BlossomBuddies.net. Joey's not fucking this doll because he doesn't have a clue. Now we see Blossom in the kitchen. She's running out. She's late for school. Tony, Tony comes in. Leave. Yeah. He's like, I got to tell you this great story about how I bought a motorcycle. He was playing basketball with a priest. And mm-hmm. the priest was like, I got this 68, um, 68 Bonneville. And now, how much would you pay? Let's consider this is 1992, but how much would you pay for 68 Bonneville? I don't know if that's a good motorcycle. I assume it is. I've heard of it. This is 30 years ago here. So mm-hmm. I'm sure the thing's worth $10,000. Probably. However. But it's used. Yeah. But it depends on the upkeep. But I would still say a few thousand. A couple thousand bucks, probably. I'm not in the market for a motor- motorcycle, but if I was, I assume this is vintage and nice. Yeah. Tony gets it for five hundred dollars. Yeah, he's like, like I quite a deal. The guy's like, I'll sell it to you for a thousand. He's like, I only have five hundred. And the priest is like, deal, deal, deal. God uh, works in mysterious ways, my son. No, he didn't say that. Yeah, but he might have. But he didn't. Do we know at this point why Blossom was late, or is she just trying to? She run was late. Those? She. We didn't really know. No, they hadn't explained. No, it to and us then the next scene late. because in the previous scene she didn't seem to be moving with any urgency at no. all. So the next scene is them in class. She sneaks in and sits down. Um, the teacher is played by, is this like old, old lady? Probably wasn't in anything. Yeah, I'm sure oh, she's, she's not even credited. Really? She must have been. She had so many lines. Oh, uh, Dina, D- uh, Mr. Zubermeyer. Sorry. I just, there you go. I don't claim to be a journalist, Craig. That's true. He oh, she was box. on she was on Golden Girls. Yeah, she looks she looks like she would be B. Arthur's stunt double. 
because of all of the uh, the high risk stunts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that they did yeah. on. And also, this woman would not be anyone's stunt double. Uh, she was time. in an episode of the original Ghostbusters, uh, which if you don't know about this thing. Oh, not the real Ghostbusters. No, the original Ghostbusters was like two guys and a, an ape yeah. from the 70s that was, I think, mostly a comic book, but did have a TV yeah. show. And that's why the the Ghostbusters cartoon made from the Ghostbusters movie is called The Real the Ghostbusters. Real, yeah. They can call it the same thing. Also, shit, this woman, Dina Dietrich, born 1928, still alive. Holy shit. She's 92 years old, man. Yeah, she worked as as recently as 2007, which is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Oh, she's in, she was in The Monsters by the looks of it. Wow. This is uh, fascinating. She's only been in 68 things. Hey, man, she was just living off that Blossom money. Yeah. Oh, she was in an episode of The Mod Squad. That's pretty good. Yeah. On one episode of The Ghostbusters as the Countess. <laughs> Probably just has a voice. Huh. A yeah. little piece of trivia about her. She's played characters named Estelle, like, twice. That's because she's old. <laughs> old people get named Estelle. Yep. Uh, yeah, so Blossom sneaks in. Teacher's uh, not having any of it. Yeah, teacher's like, what the fuck, bitch? And then she's like, oh, my dad's car broke down. And then tells Six immediately that uh, she was just talking to Bobby Boober Biber. What's the kid's name? Bieber. Justin Bieber. Just, Justice Bieber? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Warren. Because okay. I made a joke oh, about yes. Buffett, Jimmy Buffett and Warren Buffett, and but Warren. I there wasn't really a joke there. It's just, if you take this guy's name apart, then you get two Buffets. Yeah, you get a couple of Buffett boys. You get <laughs> Buffett boys. Two all-you-can-eat Buffets. Um, yeah, and then, there's a, and then there's a moment where Blossom is like, oh, we were just talking about our favorite um, gases. And then the teacher's like, well, you like gases so much. Uh, let's do a pop quiz. Let's do a pop quiz. And you can thank Mrs. Uh, Russo uh, for this pop quiz. And the teacher, the class is like, boo. And then and then Blossom has the audacity to now write a note. Yeah. She's been caught twice lying and cheating. Now she's actually being uh, busted for. Yeah, she just won't stop. Perceived like she, cheating. Uh, deserves the uh, detention she's about to get. Yeah, like talk about this shit after class yeah it's not going anywhere it's not that hard also like there's no social media it's not like anything is happening while you're in class nobody's you're not missing anything that's true nobody's missing anything you're that's crazy class. to think about right like there was no social media so like you went into class and that you were in like a stasis everybody was in like a stasis nowadays i can only imagine kids are all allowed to have phones for the most part especially like in high yeah. school era so they're probably all just like updating their statuses probably tiktoking or whatever the kids do Vining, there's a new Vine. The the guy from Vine, yeah, it's called Bite. I downloaded it. It's exactly the same. That's awesome. Just six second clips. I hope it takes off because yeah. Hopefully they fixed whatever. Like I guess they didn't have a profit model before. Is why uh, Twitter just bought it and was like, "Fuck this." Yeah. Twitter bought it and was like, "Fuck this." We have our own video platform. Yeah, Periscope that nobody used. uh, Oh, was it Periscope? I thought Periscope. it was just because Twitter, Twitter bought Periscope as well. I think I thought it was because Twitter bought those companies up because they had their own platform oh. that they just didn't want to compete with. Oh, maybe. But it's weird because Twitter bought Vine and then like the Vine app got like really good. Like Twitter obviously put some some development into it, and then they were just like, "Nah, no more Vine." Yeah, which sucks because Vine was awesome. Yeah. And TikTok does have Vine energy now, but it still has a whole side to it that's still just like teenage girls lip syncing and doing anime hand movements. That's just like I don't I don't want to have to sift through that to get a funny fart joke. Yes. 
Yeah, and I don't use TikTok because it's Chinese and they're going to be spying on me. Oh yeah, absolutely. I read I read all the allegeds that the TikTok app, app does, and I might actually get rid of it. Yeah, I saw one article and that's enough. I was like, I don't need. I'm not already in this social media platform, so this is enough to just. I'll just walk away from it. Yeah, I've got a that's lot of TikToks. I kind of have a a bit of a stake because I do okay on TikTok. Nice. Um, um social awesome. media uh, <laughs> so yeah so the pop quiz happens and then they're sent to detention or whatever then we're back in the living room um and this is where i made the joke about how uh nick's new girlfriend uh looks well you said it looks like she was on grace under fire which yeah is she looks true. like grace under fire's sister um, is she on i've been scrolling through there she is two episodes she played emily okay don't know if that was she just has a grace's southern sister. accent it's um it's lee garlington Mm. Who you would know her? You would so, know her. She's, she's that two hundred and twenty-six things. Yeah, she's one of those people that's been in everything. She's got the southern accent, and yeah. not a lot of people had that as like their acting gimmick. Yeah, um, and like you said, she's been in over two hundred things. Holy yeah. shit! Most of it nineties sitcoms. She's still working today, though. She's still. I bet she's been in. She's probably played uh, an attorney in Law and Order SVU. Yeah, absolutely. You know who I've been watching Law and Order SVU, and uh, I'm in season eight right now. And you know who was an attorney? Bernadette Peters from The Jerk. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I thought she was just like disappeared and turns out, no, she's just doing occasional roles in shows like Law and Order. Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, some people are journeyman actors. They don't really hit it big. Mm-hmm. They become recognizable and they show up in everything. Like uh, Lee, uh, what's her name? Lee Garlington. Oh, she was uh, she was on Seinfeld as Claire. What what was she on Seinfeld? Oh God, everyone was in Seinfeld. I, I wonder remember. if I can Google Seinfeld Claire and and see. I bet you can. And uh, I'll use this opportunity to give you a message from our sponsors. We don't have any sponsors. If you'd like to sponsor us, <laughs> please email us or get get at us through the Podbean platform where advertisements can be built in. Yep. Oh, she's the voice. The voice? Oh, she no. She's the waitress from like the first episode. Oh yeah, before Elaine. She was gonna be. She was gonna be. She was gonna be the Elaine, but the character was gonna be that she works at the diner. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a shitty looking diner set. I'm glad they moved on to uh, the new diner set. It's true. That first season of Seinfeld, we've actually probably talked about that on this podcast, but it's rough. It's real rough. It's hard. Like, I see what they were going for, but every time I do a start over, I, like, don't make it out of the first season or I'm burnt out by the show by season two because this first season is such a drag. Yeah. So yeah, Kramer's name is not even Kramer in the first episode. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but it's not Kramer. Oh, it's not. Do they say it? Yeah, Calvis. Yep, <laughs> that's it, Calvis. Uh, a cross between Calvin and Elvis. Um, so <laughs> thanks for explaining. Yeah, I uh, I said Tracy under fire. We both had a sensible chuckle. Debbie Actually, wants that Nick Dick, uh, yeah. and they make out on the piano. Yeah, she can't uh, can't keep it in her pants. But then, <laughs> so they're they're going at it hot and heavy on the piano. On a piano. On the piano in Nick's own living room. He's allowed to do this, although he does have people living with him. So maybe he should use some discretion. It's because, two o'clock in the afternoon, though. Like the kids are. But at what's school. Buzz doing? What's Buzz doing? Nothing but making popcorn and watching his son-in-law, ex-son-in-law. He walks in and go, yeah, he gets about a foot away from them and just is like eating, eating popcorn. popcorn. It's, great. it's a great. It was very funny. So my Buzz kill for this week is I would. Drown Buzz in movie theater popcorn butter. Scalding hot. 
Yeah. Like, is he going to die from drowning or is he going to die from the burns? I, Probably the burns. At first I was like. in the hot oil. Yeah. And it'll burn his insides. It'll burn his whole skin too. Yeah. Remember that scene in uh, in Beer? Uh, <laughs> I, yep. What's that Broken Lizard movie? Beer. Oh, beer. Uh, beer Fest? Yeah. Uh, and he tries to drink his way out of a vat of beer. Yeah. Ultimately killing him. Yeah. I thought I thought a, I thought of a Saw movie style buzzkill where he has to drink his way out of the vat of butter. But I thought yeah. just dipping him in the scalding hot Deep butter. Him. Yeah, basically. Be pretty good. My buzzkill uh, is also coming at this because it really has turned into like Buzz is here for one joke yeah. and then he's gone. So it's just his contract. They're like, listen, this Buzz character is not panning out, but he's on contract. Um, my buzz kill is that I would fill him up with unpop popcorn and then microwave. <laughs> now we'd have to get a special microwave. I was trying to work the popcorn into it somehow and I just couldn't, I couldn't think of it, but it just came to me. That's just genius. Like, I didn't have to think about it at all. I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing to buzz. That's genius. Filling oh him up God. with popcorn and then popping him like a giant popcorn. So buzz has, fuck. So Buzz has a bunch of dumb lines where he's basically just like, oh, you kids need to get a motel. And he also says something about how for his old old folks group, they're having a sitting competition. I Obviously, it's a joke. And he's like, well, we didn't have any popcorn at home or beer. So then he gets up to go get beer. And then the and then Sammy's like, yo, Nick, you want to come to my Malibu apartment and get a hand job? On the way. On the way. They did allude to that. I was thinking for Nick, like, he's all an, he's all enamored. He's all he's got a heart on. And they get halfway there. She just is giving it to him in the car while he's yeah. driving. And he, you know, comes. And then he's like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so halfway tired, there. Yeah, halfway yeah. there. And he just, he's like, um, I want to go home. <laughs> uh, I've had situations like that before. Same. Yeah, Same. we won't go into those. Yep. We're married men now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you want to hear these these kinds of stories from us, subscribe to our premium channel. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't exist. No, our premium. This is our premium channel. It's free. That's true. This podcast is free. That's premium. That's it's what's premium. premium about. Yeah, we just need you to comment on any posts that we make saying we want to hear your uh, one night stand. Uh, sex stories yeah your regrets of uh orgasming too early yeah into a sexual endeavor oh i've never orgasmed too early <laughs> if you want to know more about that okay yep ask that my be, wife that, <laughs> which will be that'll be jason uh recounting every single sexual experience yes of his life of my to life sure that he you know he's never come to her it's true and it, that's my new that's <laughs> my new podcast time i had so <laughs> I also didn't come too early. <laughs> uh, that's my new podcast coming this spring um, uh, while Craig's out uh, mending his baby. Yep. Well, we'll come up with a name for that by the end of this episode. Come buddies. <laughs> come buddies. <laughs> there it is. We'll be right back. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, so they leave. They leave. Uh, Sammy and Nick. Uh, they leave to go to Sammy's place. Then we go to the school. Oh, hold on. Like, there was... Did, did, before, so, like, Nick asked Sammy, like, I don't know, some obvious question that would obviously be yes. Like, you could say, does a bear shit in the woods as a response. She says, did Davy Duke, David Duke wear a pointy hat? It's a little uh, KKK. 
You know, that's who David David is the Grand Wizard. The Grand Wizard of the KKK. I think it's Dragon. That's fuck. No, it's Grand Wizard. Hey Google, who's David Duke? According to Wikipedia, David Ernest Duke is an American neo-Nazi, anti-Semitic conspiracy theorist, far-right politician, convicted felon, and former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. You're right. Duke is a Holocaust denier and espouses conspiracy theories about Jewish control of academia, the press, and the financial system. Yeah, so that is the reference that she makes. How uh, come you're able to describe <laughs> in great detail a grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, but when I ask you a recipe, you just tell me about your life? Oh, God, I've been struggling with recipes. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, uh, like, with the baby coming, we were going to wait till we moved into, like, a proper house before doing this, but then we realized, like, hey, we're going to be holding a baby. Like, wouldn't it be easy if we didn't have to touch light switches? So I got a bunch of smart light bulbs. I set up some of the free Google Homes around the house, and I even got like a smart, like a Lenovo Google display for the kitchen mm-hmm. for recipes. Such a nightmare trying to get recipes on that thing. Though. Is the is the light switch thing because you don't want to like spread bacteria? No, just or is it like, just because it's, it's hard to like, like if we're flip in the bed switch. and yeah. like, you know, if, yeah, the baby wakes up or goes to sleep, we can just turn the lights off without disturbing it. It started in the bedroom, and then I was like, well, if we got the bedroom already hooked up to. Google. And those lights aren't that expensive, right? They, I bought the the cheap ones from the LifeX brand, and they were like twenty five bucks each. And I ended up having to buy two, four, six, seven of them. So okay, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, I've thought about doing that here, but it's an, that's another thing for that I'm saying. Like, we want to move into our new, yeah. our new digs before we do that's a couple years away so whatever yeah it just it seemed now that the baby's here it'd be real convenient if we it would just get up it would just be ultimate laziness if i did it yeah like if we didn't have a kid i could not explain the expenditure but it's great because now you can set up like routines i can say hey google google i can't i can't (laughs) say it apparently uh you can say hey google good night and I've got it now, so it'll turn off all the lights except the bedroom light. It'll turn off the living room TV. It'll That's turn awesome. on the bedroom TV. Just that one command, and it, like, changes the mode of the whole... A couple of my friends time. have them all over their living room, and they fuck with them when they're, like, on drugs, like mushrooms or whatever. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it's pretty great. Nice. Yeah, you can, like, set them to fade on, like, real slow, and, like, you can have them flicker like candles. And if you get the more expensive ones that change color, like you can have them just change change color with the music and yeah. stuff. If you want to like change the ambience of the room, you can just be like, hey, put on this color, you know, yeah. which is pretty cool too. Yeah, but the, the multicolor light bulbs were like 65 bucks each. So I wasn't going to buy seven of those. So, um, so Blossom. Blossom got detention. Uh, oh, yeah, they go to the vice principal's office. Yeah, she's worried she's not going to be able to go to Guns N' Roses. Luckily, there's an acting vice president, vice principal, mm-hmm. who's the, like a he's cool, the cool, he's the cool young vice principal. Because he sits down. So Blossom and Six are sitting on the bench outside the vice principal's office, and he sits down with them. But guess what part of the bench he sits on? <laughs> not the part normal people sit on. No, not the part that Blossom and Six are sitting on. He sits on. on the arm of the bench like a cool vice principal. Because he's so cool. And he's wearing sneakers with his jeans and his fucking sport jacket. Yeah. He's that cool. He's played by Jonathan Prince. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and he's mostly just a writer. Okay. Uh, he's acted, wrote, and produced all about the same amount. In fact, he only did, he only acted one more time. He was in Camp Nowhere. Okay. Uh, the same, uh, two years later. Probably as a camp counselor. Yeah, probably. Or a parent. I don't think he was old enough to play a parent in like two years after this. Um, and then in 2006, 
he was uh, the narrator elf in some straight-to-video Christmas movie called Holidays, the Christmas that almost didn't happen. Um, but he's produced and written. Yeah, he's he produced the TV series. He's the executive producer for Four Weddings and a Funeral, the TV show that's coming out, or probably has come out by now. Um, yep. Super Moms, American Soul, The Cleaner, a bunch of canceled-ass shows. <laughs> hmm. uh, so yeah, he um, yeah he was the cool teacher. He was about to let Blossom and Six get off with just a week of detention. Um, he was like, cool, I'll just call your dad about uh, the broken down car because Blossom lied about that to him too. And he she she like does that thing where she walks halfway down the hall and is like, oh fuck, and turns back. Mm. No, don't don't. I was lying. And he's like, if you hadn't lied to me, I probably could have like. Just made this go away, but I hate being lied to. It makes me feel yeah. old. Spoiler alert. The lesson of this episode is don't lie. Everybody's lying. Everybody out here lying to Everybody each other. Everybody except Tony. Yeah. But he got Buzz, lied to. I guess. But that's a spoiler. Buzz is just a piece of shit. Fuck Buzz. Yeah. Um, He's a dead popcorn corpse now. Then they did like a mugshot gag at the end of that scene. Oh, yeah. Because Blossom and Six like look at each other and then there's a photo and then they look towards the camera and there's a photo. It was yeah. real, real lame. Yeah. They're lame. They're not in jail. They're in detention. The six is apparently always in detention, is what we've learned from this yep. episode which is, as well. Which is uh, really on brand for her, because I imagine her to just be a shit disturber. I could see Six being like a like a Mean Girls-style bully. Yeah. Where Blossom is kind of like her nerdy friend who, like, Yeah, so we up. only see her with when she's with the nerdy friend, so we see, like, her good side. But, yeah. like, when she's with lesser influences like her other friends that we that yeah. they never really like she probably smokes when she's not around Blossom oh absolutely that's probably why she's been to detention so many times yeah um so yeah the next scene is hold in- on someone named Chernoff Chernoff would like to connect with me on messenger what's their Chernoff not what does their picture look like is it just like boobs oh no picture just a link to a Facebook uh, link. Perfect. Yep. Definitely click on that and buy Defi- it. I'm definitely going to click on that on my phone and then go click it again at home on all my computers there. Excellent. Well, actually, one of my computers is right here. We'll do it right now. Sweet. Let's do it on my TV and all my phones mm-hmm. and my Switch. I and probably do it on my work computer, too. Yeah, and Madison's work computer is right over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, click the links. Perfect. <laughs> that. And if... Uh, if it does ask for Madison's Facebook password, do you have that, right? You can give that to me. Yeah. And her social insurance number and credit cards. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be able to find those. No problem. Okay. All right. We're going to say them on the air right now. One, three. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I saw a really funny gag in a in a sitcom I was watching. Yep. Uh, that was like, nobody responded to, oh, it was the Family Guy. It was just Family I've been watching Family Guy recently. Uh, where Peter does some nonsense and he's like, nobody responded to the ad because it turns out that 555 isn't a, isn't an actual prefix for a phone number. I just thought that was a kind of a meta yeah. joke. Family Guy, it gets a bad rap, but it is really dumb. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's lowest still offense. It deserves it. It's still lowest common denominator, like 17 seasons, 18 seasons later, still lowest common denominator, but at least it's like very self-referential. Yeah. It's not a clever show, but it's still yeah. funny. You it's, can be, yeah. you can be dumb comedy and still be. Funny. And there's like 30 episodes I haven't seen. I wasn't watching it regularly since they killed off Brian. So, he came, okay. He came back though, right? Yeah. Okay. And then they made a joke on this recent episode where he's like, don't kill me. I'll, the internet will go crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause that's what happened. Um, so they're in detention, and they're in detention with the with a seven foot tall boy yeah, who is played. He's by... played by um, Abraham 
Ben Ruby, who was the huge guy on Parker Lewis Can't Lose, yep. Larry. And I accidentally clicked on the wrong thing, so now I'm not looking at his <coughs> thing anymore. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. You would recognize him as well. He was in a bunch of 80s and 90s uh, sitcoms. He played young Dan on Roseanne. Yep. Uh, he was on Grace Under Fire. Yep. Married with Children. Wow, interesting. Uh, the first thing he ever did was Growing Pains oh, in yeah, 1990. the tall kid or whatever. The really big kid. Yeah. And then, this is only his third acting role. Yep. He does pretty well. Yeah. Pretty good job. But yeah, he was on all of Parker Lewis Can't Lose. He's the guy who's taller than everybody in the picture of all the kids. From oh, that show. yeah. And I, re- I remember him from childhood. He's got a very, he's got a very, uh, like a very unique look and he's super tall. Super tall. That's why they call them the really big kid. Yeah, exactly. uh, Growing pains. Growing buddies. Buddy pains. Buddy pains. Friends with buddies. He, of course, is a bully. Probably. Um, I wrote, he's in detention. He seems like he... He's carving He's carving a Picasso painting in the table, so I wrote that he's a misunderstood bully genius. Mm-hmm. I wrote he's making detention art. And there's <laughs> art all over all the tables in the te- detention room, which tells me, like, do they just have a detention room that the other students don't see? Because Blossom and Six were like, oh my god, look at this art on this table. And he's like, yeah, that's the art the trial from... As seen from the Eiffel Tower at night. Well, you pointed out, though, that this is clearly just the same room oh, with yeah, they shittier desks in it. Yeah. Um, but w- did you not have a designated detention room in your school? I don't think so. I did. Oh. It was just the spare. It was basically it was called the spare room, but it was the detention room. I only saw it to a couple fair, times. To be fair, I don't think I ever had detention in high school. I only went to detention like twice in high school or in junior high and I never had detention in high school because I never went. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. In elementary school, detention would just be done in your classroom. Yes. Yeah. Which I also people. never got. But in grade from primary, no, from grade one to gr- grade five, I was the class clown. Yeah. And I would get kicked out. There was a point in grade two where I got kicked out of class so frequently that I remember distinctly one time I wasn't doing anything. I was sitting next to two kids that were goofing off and I got kicked out of class. Brutal. Because typecast. I was racially profiled. Yep. Racially. We were all white. <laughs> yeah. They're like there's that white Jason again. Yeah. <laughs> Saying jokes and go- <laughs> making goofs and gaffes. Uh, cracking wise. So, uh, so then we're back in the kitchen. Uh, Tony and Blossom both kind of run into each other, and they're both. Uh, well, before we get to the before we leave detention, so the bully guy he forces Six to sit oh, down yes. next to him so right. he can make her portrait, which will just be that's the after credits joke uh, later because uh, Blossom leaves detention and she's she, yeah she sees Tony and they're like I've had the worst day no I've had the worst day. And Tony's all like, or Je- Blossom's all like, oh, I had uh, detention, and Blossom's still there getting her portrait done. Six is still there. Six is still there. That's what I. And Tony meant to fucking say. Uh, got pulled over on his motorcycle, finds out the motorcycle is stolen and the pink slip was forged. Yeah. So this priest um, was not a priest. Not a priest. He, he met this guy playing basketball and told Tony he was a priest. And the reason Tony believed him is because he hates liars. Yeah. That's the logic I got out of that scene. Which, and, uh, that doesn't mean liars don't exist. Yeah. And I think it was just because he said he was a priest and priests wouldn't, a priest wouldn't lie. And yeah. I, I immediately flawed logic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Tony. So now he's out 500 bucks. So he's had the worst day ever. His argument, though, is he's, he's 
he says it's the worst day of my life, and my life has been longer. So it's that's true. A pretty good argument. And also, but also, um, he's he was a drug addict for four years. He's had worse days. Immediately, what I thought of. There's no way that either of them is either their worst day ever. When his worst day ever had to have been hitting rock bottom and having to go to de- detox. Yeah. He also mentions that um, he had to. He's on a lot of prescription pills. So drug yeah. watch. So because Blossom brings up. Because uh, Blossom's going to forge, she's deciding whether she wants to forge the detention slip. And uh, Tony's like, are you kidding me? I, like, I forged so many prescription forms back in my day. So we now know prescription drugs were in his repertoire. Yeah. Which I don't know is, it's been alluded to, but not like full on, um, full on mentioned. Yeah. Um, so Blossom's going to forge the note. Forge Nick's signature. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, we should, uh, maybe we should just call dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he left this note. I'm with my sick friend, Sammy. They don't call him. But then Joey calls. From- well, the, I just, I just want to mention that they keep talking about how Nick is doing the right thing by helping out their sick friend. Oh, yeah. And meanwhile, all of them are lying or being lied to. There's all this deception and all this deceit. And they but like, think- Nick's the dad. He could say, I'm just like... Got a date? I'm going to plow yeah. <laughs> trowel. <laughs> That's not a saying. Nope, but you know what? Not. It is now. Yeah. Later on, we'll do a reach around and talk about plow and trowel. <laughs> and you'll know and, what it uh, means. What about the chodes? Blast and chodes. Blast and chodes. The blast and chode party. Blast and chodes and plow and trowel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Uh, Loudy. Uh, prescription drug. Then Joey calls from jail. He's been arrested because he was driving with the blow up doll in the carpool lane. Exactly. And he's like, uh, I'm a minor and it's a pretty big ticket, so they arrested me. I'm like, that doesn't happen. That's true. Although, you know, I got um, detained for car hopping. What's car hopping? It's the act of jumping on the hood of a car, like driving from car to car. Oh, parked cars? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I didn't get taken to jail, but I did get driven home. I feel like if you're doing it on driving cars, you should go to jail. Yeah, I should probably go to jail. <laughs> it's like a modified Teen Wolf move. Exactly. <laughs> I'm Teen Wolf. I think there would be bigger problems. <laughs> I think there would be bigger problems. I was barely even stoned. I was just. It, we just went through this weird phase where we thought it was hilarious to car hop. Yeah. And it was the stupidest thing because it's like if you get caught, you're just damaging public property. I'm glad or that private property or private, yeah, <laughs> sorry, private property. And I'm glad that like the like I'm from Halifax. I'm almost certain if this happened anywhere else in a bigger city, I would have gotten some crazy. I would have gotten sued. Yeah, but all I had to do is write a letter to like the two cars that they saw me jump on. <laughs> Jokes on them. I had gone down <laughs> like a whole parking lot's <laughs> worth of cars before the cops pulled up. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a lot more writing. Yes. Um, I wrote, yeah, I wrote one letter and just copied it. I didn't photocopy it, but I just wrote it twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, so yeah, Joey was arrested. So then they do call Nick. Blossom calls Nick at the number he left at Sammy's house. Finds out Sammy is not sick because (sighs) Nick's problem isn't so much that he lied. Is that he didn't he let told, Sammy in on the lie. Yeah, he didn't let Sammy in on the lie. And then Buzz is there again and says, why don't you ask Sammy how she's feeling? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, fuck. <laughs> I, they immediately, like, ask her and she's like, I feel fine. Yeah, she's like, oh, I never felt better in my life. Like, She's also dressed head to toe in satin in a bed where the, all of the blankets are satin. Yeah, it's look, like she's just wearing the sheets. Nick went sheets. to a sex dungeon. Oh, yeah. 
like Sammy Fox. <laughs> Sammy Fox. So I'm convinced that she was feeling them up while they were playing piano. Yeah. Then makes out with them on a piano. Then makes out with them in the living room. Then gives them roadhead up to her Malibu yeah. sex dungeon, and, and then just fucking railed them to yeah. death. To the also, point, the hand job under the piano. Yeah, that wasn't scripted. I think that was just the choice the actors <laughs> made. <laughs> she was actually Ted Wass just, just wanted a fucking hand job. <laughs> And he's, you know, you're not going to make like, it in this he's, biz. He's like, listen, I've got a love scene behind the piano. You get me someone who's going to give me an HJ behind the piano. Whoever wants it the most. Do you think he <laughs> actually said behind the piano? <laughs> yeah, I do think that. Let me get a hand drum behind the piano. <laughs> give me an old handy. handy. <laughs> handy behind man. the piano. Give me a handy behind handy. the piano. A piano handy. <laughs> man. Gold. We're Gold almost here done. today. We're, we're almost, almost done. done. We're hitting. We're getting to the time. Um, right. So then Nick's busted. The next scene is in the living room, but it's at night. Uh, Nick laces into Joey about he warned him. So he takes away, he revokes yeah. his car for a like, month. Uh, the worst part is you lied to me. You said you wouldn't do it and you did. Accurate response from Nick. Yes. Compared to that other episode where he was not like, he was just letting every, the CNC music factory from yeah. a couple episodes. Where he was just letting everything slide. So, Nick walks into the kitchen where he meets up with Blossom and is just like, they they have a bit of a chat. Nick's like, like lying to you was wrong. It was terrible. I'm sorry. And Blossom's like, well, I lied to you. And then I lied again. And then I lied again. Tells the whole story of yeah. the series of lies right up to the for- her forging yeah. his signature and mailing it. In, and he's like, well, don't I need to sign that? And she's like, yeah. yeah you did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Or you did. And then, yeah. And then they basically come to, like, she's granted for a month. Yeah, but so because she's still Nick, punished, but he's not mad. Because Nick lied, he feels bad about punishing her because she didn't really do anything wrong. It was just that she kept lying and getting herself into hotter water because of dumb lies. Like, it was just a, the lesson here is don't let your lies snowball, I guess. Or don't lie in the first place because yeah. they will snowball. Um that's the thing about lies, is they snowball. And but Blossom still gets to go to the Guns N' Roses concert. Because that's Nick's punishment to himself yeah. for lying. Letting her still go to the concert. Which is like he got off pretty easy. <laughs> like he doesn't really get punished. He just doesn't see Blossom on Friday night for a couple of hours. But in season one, he'd be like, You're lucky I don't make you sleep in the doghouse tonight. Yeah, the little doghouse <laughs> yeah. with the fishes. With the that fishes. I'm dump into the doghouse. Uh, uh, drug watch. We had our prescription. Oh wait, no, and then still. just the just the during credits scene, which is six still in detention. Um, the, the portrait gets finished. Portrait gets and, finished. Uh, the the bully rips the top top of the desk off and hands it to her. I want you to have this. And then that's that's the episode. It's the episode. So drug watch. Uh, there was a hat watch. Blo- six, six was wearing them. her pretty much her traditional yeah. upturned blossom style hat. So a black hat with a pink rose in the front. Yep, I liked it. I liked it was a pretty good hat. Um, Hope it makes a comeback. No woes. No woes. Joey's, Joey was like the B-plot in this, though. He got a lot of screen time in this episode. Yeah. Um, but nothing very exciting. He was just like, yeah, I'm going to use this blow-up doll. The lesson I think we've covered by just talking about the show, it was basically a lot. one of those ones with a lot of lying. I thought, like I said to you during the episode, we were going to end with Nick coming home 
and the three kids telling their story about oh, the day, yeah. him not believing them because his kids are so nice. Because Nick literally does an almost right into the camera, my kids wouldn't lie, and yeah. then turns around to Blossom immediately lying. And then Buzz would say some ass, like, I sat all day and ate your popcorn and beer, and Nick would, like, lose it on him. Like, <laughs> I thought it was going to be that yeah. same joke that they did before. <laughs> but, of course, that didn't happen. Don't lie. Um, I don't like to say don't. I always say that, right? So Always tell the truth. Always tell the truth. Be careful about who you're going to hurt if you're going to lie yeah. and and it, you shouldn't really Can't lie say never lie because like you gotta lie cases, yeah. white lies are a thing yeah if anyone asks you don't be look, a dick yeah don't be a dick is, <laughs> or do instead of saying don't we'll say do not be a dick do not be a dick <laughs> drug watch we had our prescription drugs i think that's about it um, Join us next time when I won't be here. What's your opinionation? Oh, uh, it was a pretty good episode, I think. Um, heavy on the moral lesson. Less funny. There were some good moments. My opinionation would have to be that I was itching to record Blossom. So even if this was a bad episode, I probably would have still enjoyed it. Um, but yeah. I did like this episode. And I, I always connect more to episodes that I remember from childhood and i the, the joey using a blow up doll in the carpool lane Definitely that's that. uh that's that's when i remember so yeah this has been blossom buddies next week i probably won't have craig here uh in the blossom buddy studio but i'll still kind of be here because i will do the editing that's true and if if you want to add a little note at the beginning well, maybe i will you could always maybe i'll be like i'll be like on the uh the last season of three's company when like Clearly, they wanted to get rid of Suzanne Summers, but she was under contract, so they had her, like, go to Malibu, and they would just have her, like, on a phone call for, uh, like, 30 seconds each episode. We'll call you. Yeah. Well, we won't even Skype you in. I'll just call you from my telephone. Yeah. Put me on speaker and record it through your laptop microphone, and it'll sound great. So, uh, that's your homework. You have to still watch next week's episode. I'll watch. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch. I mean, watching is 20, 20 minutes of my time per week. Yeah. And I'm going to be watching things anyway. Exactly. Because, like, I'm sitting at home, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I really want to watch Blossom, but I can't. Well, now you can. Now I can do it at my own leisure, as long as I do it on a weekly interval. Yeah, just make sure you don't go too far ahead. Yeah, keep me posted as the, I guess this is going to be where we fade out the episode, but keep yeah. me posted as, like, when you're recording, so I know when to. Uh,